Welcome to the Practice of Nonprofit Leadership, a podcast specifically designed for executive directors of nonprofit organizations. With a touch of humor, your co hosts, Tim and Nathan, work to provide encouragement, insights, and practical strategies to help you be a more effective leader. And now, here's Tim and Nathan. Welcome to episode 117 of the Practice of Nonprofit Leadership. I'm Tim Barnes. And I'm Nathan Ruby. Well, Nathan, I know we mentioned it in our last episode, but I'm just really having a hard time believing that we are at the end of another year. Um, and another year is just around the corner, 2024. Uh, man, I remember as a kid that seemed like that was, you know, like so far in the universe away from where I'm at. I won't say how old I was. You know, at you, that point or no. you remember Tim those old clocks that we used to have in school and <laughs> the big you know the big round ones that be up on the wall and it, it had the second hand going around and you just you just watch those seconds and it's like man that one revolution was like hours to get around I don't I don't know if their clocks are smaller now that they're digital <laughs> or what but man that thing that second hand is just whipping around and around and around it goes at the speed of light. I don't know. Anyway, you know what, though? The one thing the one thing I can guarantee is that 2024 will be a year full of new possibilities, undoubtedly some real challenges, new challenges probably for us, but plenty of opportunities to keep making a difference in our world. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, the as we talk about here on the podcast – Leading a, a small to medium organization is one of the one of the toughest, in our opinion, one of the toughest jobs out there. And you know, we got through the year. We had ups, we had downs. I know Tim and I in our in our day jobs, the organizations that we lead, um, we had some really amazing things that happened this year. That that um, you know, I don't even know how they happened, but they happened. And, and I'm sure you did too in, in, in your organizations as you went through your year. And we also had some incredibly difficult things that we had to deal with. And as we talked to people from our listeners on the show that have called in and, and shared some of their issues and man, there are some, there's just some tough things that as executive directors, as nonprofit leaders, we have to deal with. And it, it is good at the end of the year to kind of maybe take some time and, and look back a little bit and, and evaluate what went well, and then also looking into next year. And so Tim, you know, I'm just curious, how, how do you personally prepare for a new year? Is there any specific planning that you do? And, and what, does that, what does that look like for you? Well, that's a really good question. I think before I answer that, I, I also wouldn't want to just mention that. So this is our last episode of 2023. We're going to take a couple of weeks off to celebrate with our family, uh, take a deep breath, enjoy the holidays. Um, and we'd encourage you, if you got some time off during that time, go back and listen to some of the episodes. Maybe you've missed some of that. That would that be that would be great. Yeah, Tim, we're uh, I'm going to leave the uh, the practice of nonprofit leadership uh, podcast microphone behind, and uh, I'm going to spend Christmas with family and friends and enjoy the enjoy the few days uh, that's Christmas, and then we're heading to the beach. We are <laughs> we are out of here. And I'm uh, going to go spend some time with uh, my parents and with my in-laws and uh, hang out at the beach for a little bit and do nothing for a few days. That sounds really good. Well, I will tell you, you know, you asked me a question, do I have some 
you know, how do I prepare for the for the new year? And part of what I do is, and I know this might be really hard because I know, especially like guys like Nathan normally are like really going crazy all the way down to the the last day of the year trying to get the money in. And I'm like, oh, somebody will bring it in, I think. I don't know. But uh, no, not really. Yeah, I'll but, still be making, I may be on the beach, but I'll still be making phone calls. That's, so, what, yes. I, that's what I thought. Yes. No, uh, but seriously, I really set aside intentionally time between Christmas and New Year's to really think about, to think about what's coming up next year. But, you know, one of the things that I do is I have a series of series of questions that I, that I go through just to think it, think it through. And I think it includes both looking back and looking forward. And uh, a couple of years ago, I, I got some questions from um, a guy named Dickie Bush of ship 30 for 30. It's a kind of a writing. They do a lot with writing and I did a course of theirs and uh, Dickie had put out some of what he does at the end of the year. So I got a bunch of questions for him and I'll put a link in the show notes if you're interested in that. But I, I start by looking back and here's some questions that I consider. One of the first questions is just take some time and write down what were some big moments or some milestones or some memories that you're taking from 2023. And just have a good look, really savor that. Um, I mean, we you know when i think about uh my 2023 i spent a lot of, spent a lot of time traveling this year m- both for my family and for um for my work and so my son moved to seattle so we spent a couple trip we did a couple trips to seattle this this year my wife and i did a big trip to australia which we cashed in all our miles and so that was has a lot of good memories and and that definitely is on my list of of 2023, and just showed up in a lot of different places for my for my work as well. So as I'm as I'm thinking about that, I'm putting those down, and I'm really appreciating. Um, and for me, this is a huge this is a huge milestone, Nathan. I made 1K status with United Airlines. Woo! So anyway. Well, when so you're fly- when you're flying to the African continent five times a year, that kind of that kind of helps a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for some people, it's like, "What? Well, I don't care, or whatever." But for me, I, that was a big. That's a big thing. Hey, once you fly in the front, you don't ever want to fly in the back again. So, <laughs> that's true. yeah, you enjoy that seat up front, Tim. You yeah. earned it. We'll see. Anyway, but I think it's important for you to go back and and think of those moments and those those milestones. What is it that you accomplished? You know. Uh, did you did you do what you said you were going to do this year? And so being able to look at that is really important. I think one of the other things I, I talk about too is what what brought me energy and joy this year. You know, sometimes we can just be so overwhelmed with the kind of work we do. Sometimes the pressures are just are, are just overwhelming. And I think it's really important to think back and go, hey, where what gave me energy? What what brought joy to my heart in the work that I was doing? And because we need to identify those things so we can make sure that those go into our plan for the coming year. You yeah. Know? You, you know, Tim, I was just talking about this um, to somebody yesterday. And I, didn't, and I didn't even know this was, this was uh, I hadn't looked at our agenda yet for today. And so I didn't even know we were talking about this. But, um, and as executive directors, leaders, we have to work in areas that are outside of our skill set. 
And typically the things that we're best at, the things that we are in our skill set or in our wheelhouse, so to speak, are fun things to do, you know, and typically things that are not in our skill set are not as much fun. And I, I think, and that's one of the reasons why I say running small organizations is so hard because we have to spend such a big amount of time outside of those God-given skills that we have or those skills that we've developed. And so, and you do that enough, Tim, day after day, after day, after day, after day. And all of a sudden you just, you get ground down and it's like, I don't, I, this job's not what I thought it was, or I'm not getting to do the fun stuff anymore. And so, yeah, I, I think that's incredibly important is to, is yes, we have to do these things. There are things that we have to do because there's nobody else to do them but us. But we also have to make sure that we intentionally put in time to do those things that do bring us joy, bring us happiness, get us back on our wheelhouse uh, so that we have we have time in there as well. Because usually, Tim, those things are also important. You can't ignore that all the time either. That's true. And it's just important because we carry so much. It is important to remember the good things and the and the the, the successes and all that, the things that you were really excited about. At the same time, I do take time to identify another question. I identify what drained my energy and what weighed on me. And I think it's important to be able to write those things down as well, because at some point you need to say, am I the, am I the only one that should be doing that? Or should, is there a way that I can give this to somebody who's more gifted, who has more of a passion about it? Or I just need to think about what what zapped me? What took the joy away from me? Because I need to be asking, what can I do about that? So I take some time and, and write that down as well. One of the other things, I think we talked about this a couple episodes ago, but another thing that I do at the end of the year is I, is I create a gratitude list. And that is, what am I grateful for? Um, and I think that's important to do that as well. In fact, I do that every day. I, I try to come up with at least one thing every day that I'm grateful for. And I think putting that all together at the end of the year, it just, it puts you in a different space. You know, what am I grateful for? What would I just be so tremendously sad if it wasn't there? And I'm grateful that I have it. So putting together a, a grateful list is really important. You know, another thing, and I, I appreciate Dickie Bush putting this there. I think this is good. He, he, he talks about creating a best of list. What were the best books you read this year? What was some of the best music you listened to? What about some of the activities, experiences that you had? Just creating a best of. What was, what was the best tech you used? I don't know. If you may not be into tech, but uh, I, I love tech stuff. And so, you know, what was the best tech? What was the best software program or the best app? Or, uh, you know, maybe you're, you enjoyed gaming. What was the best game you used this year? What was some of the best food you ate? It's just, it's the idea of, just having that list to remember the best of things that, that happened to you this year. And then I think another, another question to consider is, how did I grow as a person? How did I, how did I progress? How did I, how did I get better? Like, how did I do with my habits? Did I grow in some of the habits that I wanted to implement? How did I handle priorities? Did I, did I grow in, in the things that I prefer or even in my perspective? You know, if you, if you keep the same perspective all the time, you just, you're stagnant. 
how do you how do you continue to grow as a person? So taking some time and identifying that is is really important, I think, as well. And I the last the last two questions when I think back over the over the year is I also put down where did I fall short? You know, maybe I had some goals that I thought that I uh, was gonna was gonna implement, and I didn't I didn't even come close. But where did I fall short? Maybe there's a relationship that just went south, and maybe that this year I need to go try to fix that relationship. But being able to identify some of those things is important. It's not to put a burden on you. It's not to <laughs> to make your life feel miserable. But it's but you need to be honest. Part of leadership is speaking reality. And we need to be real with ourselves. So where did we fall short this year? But then finish with what what were my biggest achievements? So you know, what are you proud of? What did you what did you feel great about? And I I mean, I know just the number one I've told Nathan knows this and we've talked about it on there, but I mean my health this year, that was my biggest achievement, I think, where I where I was able to go this year. How people have encouraged me with that. But it could be something in your work, in your family, in you personally. Maybe you ran a maybe you ran a half marathon or a marathon this year. You're like, oh yeah, what an achievement, you know. But it's important, man. Celebrate those. Celebrate what went right for this year as well. So that's kind of taking a taking a look back, just spending some time. And that may sound like, man, I need hours to do that. And don't, you know, you don't have to make it rocket science. You don't have to to just let it overwhelm you. But it's just taking some time to simply, and I would say write it out. Don't just think about it, but actually write it out and keep a journal um, so that you can look at it at the end of 2024 and look at, kind of compare the two and see how things are going. So that's that's first thing I do is I, I look back. Then the second thing is I start to look forward. And this is a, this is a good first question. What's the single biggest bottleneck to my growth? What's the single biggest bottleneck to my growth? What's stopping me from growing? Is it Netflix? <laughs> Twitter? <No. laughs> what? <laughs> um, uh, you know, there's so many things. And again, it's not that Netflix is bad or whatever, but what 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 is it? Is it is there a habit? Is there a, a mindset? Is there something that needs to be addressed? Because it's the single biggest thing that's holding you back from moving forward and growth. And so what are you, how are you going to change that this year? You, you know, Tim, th- that is a pretty scary question to answer because if you answer that and you answer it thoughtfully and you answer it uh, authentically, now all of a sudden you, you, you now the ball's in your court. You know, if, if you don't ask that question and answer it, it's like, oh, well, you know, that didn't work because of that, or, you know, I couldn't do that because of that or that or whatever. But once you identify that, now it's like, okay, if I want to change, if I want to grow, if I want to get better, if I want to do more, then I have to fix that, which it takes proactive steps on my part. Now it's the ball's in my court, Tim. And I don't know, that could be kind of scary to, 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 to have that. I don't always want the ball, Tim. Well, ig- ignorance is bliss, right? <laughs> is that the way it works? Yes. But but don't we, 
don't we long that long for that for the people that we work with, the people we lead, the changes, you know, the changes, the organization, you know, that we lead and the changes we're trying to make. Don't we want to see growth? Don't we want to see impact? And it's if we're going to ask those questions for other people and for our organization, we need to ask it for ourselves as well. We need to model that. And so, I mean, you find if you want to cross that out, that's fine. Put it aside. But I think um, I think it's a first step as you think about 2024. It's like this is my one of my top priorities. Is I, I gotta- mean, if you don't if you don't fix what's holding you back, then it's kind of hard to move forward from there, right? I, I mean, I, it's probably one of it's pro- it might be the most critical question you ask yourself. Yeah. So here's here's a couple. Uh, please don't don't turn off. But here's a couple money questions. Uh, <laughs> this could be good, but. Uh, the first question has to do with if I had unlimited resources, unlimited money, how would I invest them today to increase my time and my energy and my happiness and joy? So you could say, well, that's, that's crazy. I don't have unlimited, so what could I do? But it's a great question. If you had unlimited resources, you could just make these decisions. What would you do? How would you invest that to increase your your time, your energy, your happiness, your joy? And maybe it doesn't take unlimited resources. Maybe there are opportunities to, to step into that. But it's really important to think about what could I do to uh, to increase those those things? Yeah, and I think there's probably two sides of that. There's probably the personal side, and then there's the work side. And, Correct. And you know, so many uh, nonprofit leaders, again, and the small to medium sized organizations, they they can become, and and I put you and me in those in the same category. We become so, I don't know if obsessed is the right word, but I'll I'll use obsessed to in the organization and what you're trying to achieve and accomplishing the the vision and the people that you're serving, and it consumes who you are as an individual. And it's really easy to forget, well, you know, I, I really did, I really do like playing golf, or I really do like whatever, painting, or I really do like X, Y, or Z, whatever it is. Um, but you lose track of that, because you're, you're more worried about, you know, trying to make payroll at the end of the month or whatever. So uh, that's a great question. Um, both on the personal side and on the on the work side um, as well. Well, let's let's ask this other question. So we do feel like right now we have finite resources. We get a paycheck or we whatever we do. So with our finite resources, do we find that we are spending them or investing in them? And what needs to change? That's a good one. So with with the resources that I have in my hands, am I spending them? And there's nothing wrong with spending and buying, but am I doing more spending or am I actually investing them? Where am I putting my resources that will that I'm investing in my family or I'm investing in myself or I'm investing in my leadership and in my growth? What am what am I doing? You know, and and we've said this before. If you want to know what your priorities are, you look at your paycheck, or sorry, you look at your checkbook, and you see where you put your money. And um, 
So it's really, really important. So how am I going to, am I spending or am I investing in the resources that come, come my way? And what do I need to do different? Maybe something needs to be changed. So here's, a, here's another great question, Nathan. There's a couple, the next two questions are, are two of my favorites. Actually, they're not my favorites, but they're good. <laughs> but here's the, here's the first question. If I repeated my weekly actions every week for five years, where would I end up? And is that where I want to end up? And what needs to change? So if I look at everything I do, if I take all my weekly actions, and if I did those weekly actions every week for five years, what would it look like? And that's a, that's, I mean, that's a challenge as you think about, as you plan your week, as you plan your month, as you plan your year. We're not throwing stones. Right. We're challenged. I mean, we want to be challenged, you know? So these are the things that I need. These are the questions I I want Nathan to ask me. I want Nathan to challenge me. He has on a number of times. And we challenge each other yeah. on some of these yeah. things. Yeah. So, you know, so another, just think about it. Another way to phrase that question, Tim, is if everybody on on my team, if, you know, all staff, all volunteers, so the team, if everybody on the team did what I did this today, this week, would that have, would that move us forward or would that, would that drag us back? And it, it, it's the same way of looking at it. And it's, and because not everybody on the team does the same things, but is everybody, is everybody on the team coming to work excited and happy to be there and doing your jobs and, and, you know, pushing forward and uh, you know, and, and I, whenever stuff like this comes up, my, because I'm a fundraiser, at heart, my mind always goes to, well, how many donors did you talk to today? How many phone calls did you make? How many emails did you send? How many texts did you send? You know, and sometimes I give myself an A plus and other times I give myself a D minus. And um, so, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And, you know, that's one you can ask yourself almost every day, Tim, how did I do today? Did I do yep. what I should have been doing or did I not? And our, I don't know about you, but my mind tends to go to work. Did I do all the work things I needed to do? You know, was I super productive? And some of that's important, but you could be like, man, I'm a workaholic and I work like crazy every week. Five years from now, if you're a workaholic, you may lose your family. You may lose, you know, your purpose. You may lose all kinds of stuff. If work is the only thing that drives you, yeah. yep. you know, did you play golf this week? Maybe that's something that should be on your list. Did you do something fun this week in your schedule? You know, if you never do anything fun, then you're dull. You know? Right, right. And, and anyway, so it's just talking about, it's looking at what are your habits. It's looking at what do you, where do you give your time? What are the things that get your priority? And what, where will that lead you over a period of time? I love this next question. So what are some things that I could start doing today that would guarantee an absolutely horrible year? And how can I avoid those things? <laughs> so that's another great question. How could I really screw up this year? And uh, how can I not do that? So I think that's always that's always a good question to, to consider. Um, and then the probably... In, Another one that it challenged me over the last couple of years is think about things that are currently nagging me that really kind of maybe weighing me down. 
and to ask the question, how could I automate them? Is there a way that I could automate those things that seem like take so much time or just weigh on me? Um, are those things that maybe should be eliminated? Sometimes we just need to say, you know what? It's got to go. Throw it out. It's not doing its job. It's not worth my time and effort. So maybe I just need to go through and prune something. I need to eliminate this. Or the third one, and we've talked about this on several episodes, delegate. Is there somebody who's just so much better and could be so much more effective in this? Can I, can I hand this off? So look at those things. Look at those things that weigh you down, the things that you're struggling with, and, and ask, can I automate it? Can I eliminate it? Can I delegate it? That's a, that's a good question. You want to know something I need to automate in 2024? <laughs> I can hardly wait. Go ahead. There's a risk in letting me talk here, Tim. Um, I use Outlook for my email. And I have uh, 14 board members. And there was a time when I had the, I had an Outlook group or whatever, a group email. So I had it called Fucko Board or whatever. Um, and so I just had to do was email that and then it all went out and I didn't have to worry about that. Something happened and that quit working. And that was like two years ago. And for the life of me, I cannot figure out how to create that group again and because they changed how to do it. And I can't figure it out. I've looked at YouTube videos. I've, I, I just finally gave up. So when I do an email to the board, I have 14 board members. I do it the same way every time based on geography from East Coast to West Coast. And so it's in the same order every time. But it takes me three minutes to get it all the way I want it. So if anybody out there, if any of our listeners knows how to create an Outlook email address group, please let me know how to do that. I would very much appreciate that. Our contacts are always in the show notes. So <laughs> if, you can, if you can solve this problem for Nathan, uh, send away and we'll but, make sure he gets it. But that's what you're talking about. It's the things yeah. that nag you, things that are, maybe it's not every day. I mean, I don't email my board every day. I email them sometimes, you know, whatever. But it's just these little things. It's like, okay, I'm doing this again. I'm doing this again. I'm doing this again. Well, just kind of, you know, you could stop eight, 20 minutes, fix it. And then you don't, you don't have that nag on you anymore. You don't have that, that weight that, that comes and makes life just a little more difficult. Yeah. I want to give you real quick, two, two bonus questions. And, um, this is, this is more just like thinking out of the box, like just pushing you to think something different that maybe you wouldn't think before, but here's one of the questions. How could I achieve my 10 year goal? in one year. So I think that I think that challenges us to ask what what's stopping us? What's holding us back? What could I do? Maybe I'm maybe I'm not taking enough risks. You know, maybe I need to take some risks. Um or whatever. But if how could I achieve my 10 year goal in one year? Sometimes we put we put ourselves in boxes that we just need to push away. And uh the other question is, how could I achieve 10 times my one-year goal this year? Um, so if you think you're going to, you know, how could you go from raising $100,000 a year to $1 million a year? And you're like, yeah, you don't know me. You don't know my situation. I, and I, You're absolutely right. I don't. But what would that do if we pushed ourselves to think about that, to talk to somebody about it, go, hey, what do you think? 
Um, just don't settle for conventional wisdom sometimes. Push yourself. And and who knows, maybe maybe it'll take you five years to get your 10-year goal, but that's half the time. I don't or know. Or maybe, maybe you're right. Maybe you can't get 10x, but what if you got 4x? What if you got yeah. four times what you did this year? You know, instead yeah. of, of raising ten thousand, you raise forty thousand. Wouldn't that be huge? So yeah. So it's just, these are just thought questions. They're questions to challenge you to think about. What would it take? What would it look like? What would I have to do? Um, and again, all these li- all these kind of set you up for looking back and then looking for what does twenty twenty four hold? Where do you want to go? And so taking some time to do that. You know, there's another thing that we do, just we're going to wrap up here in a couple of minutes, but there's another exercise that Nathan and I do, uh, and we plan on doing it again this year. And that's where we identify three words. And Nate, you want to talk a little bit about that and what are your thoughts yeah, around? And so kind of, these are, yeah. we've done this for several years now. We do it together and we each uh, pick out three words that we are not that it's the sole fo- focus of any given year, but it's there, it, it's three themes kind of, of, of how, what we're going to focus on for the year, uh, what's going to be important to us. We review these uh, individually, you know, on our own, we review these all the time. And then uh, Tim and I, when we talk uh, several times, we'll, we'll bring these up. Hey, how are you doing on this? Uh, and it's, it's just a way to keep focused on particular things that are, it's, sometimes it's, it's in work, sometimes it, it's in our personal life. Um, and so it, it's really a good way to track um, how you're doing in certain areas and, and to continue to grow in other areas. And so we'll be doing an episode on this in uh, early January when we come back after our, our little break. And uh, what we do, how we do this is we'll talk about our words from last year, from 2023, and how we did on that, uh, what successes we had what uh, non-successes uh, we had. And uh, I had a couple of successes and I had a few non-unsuccesses uh, uh, as well. And then, and then we'll talk about what, we're, what our words are going to be for uh, 2024. So we're excited about that. It's one of our favorite episodes of the year. And, uh, you know, kind of give you a little glimpse into Tim and I and, and uh, what we're thinking and uh, what's important to us. The words really provide kind of an energy and focus for us. And in fact, I write it, I write it down every day. I write my three words down in my journal every day. So I remind myself, oh yeah, this is what, this is what I said I was going to focus on for this yeah, year. I have it. I do the so, same. I put it on my, on my daily sheet that I keep of, of what I'm doing. It, it's at the top. So, yep. Yeah. Yep. And it just kind of keeps it in front of you. So if you're sitting around one day going, uh, wonder, I don't know, I got some time. What should I do? Hmm. Oh, those words. Hmm. What would those words have me do? Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, yeah, I go for so, it. So, anyway, well, there good. there is really nothing special about a new year. It, it's just a marker of time, but it can be used as a new starting place, a chance to restart, to begin to take small, consistent action each and every day that leads you in a direction towards a better and preferred future. As you prepare for a new year, we would like to encourage you as a leader to look back to look forward and plot out your future direction and then begin to take steps in that direction each day. Your organization, your family, your community, you, yourself, will be glad you did. Well, Nathan and I would like to say thank you for showing up and listening to us each week this year. 
We count it a privilege that you would share your time with us. And we look forward to continuing to journey with you in the new year. If you'd like to get in touch with us, and especially if you have a solution to Nathan's problem. I need one. (laughs) Our contact information can be found in the show notes. That's all for today and for this year. Until next time.